Welcome to the Abuan Chronicles podcast. This podcast is hosted by five black Muslim women, Hafsa, Ikran, Istahil, Sahra, and Umm Khair. This is your host Istahil, hailing from Edmonton, the city of the frozen, and home of the Oilers. Join us every month as we talk about our personal experiences, pop culture, identity, politics, and more. Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Abwan Chronicles podcast. With us today is myself, Habsa, Ikran, and Istahil. Istahil, I notice you're always last. <laughs> it's because I, you I'm go, waiting. I always wait. We've been going in alphabetical order. Oh remember? yeah, that too. Is that alphabetical? Wallahi, Allahu a'lam at this point. But anyways, um, so for today's episode... There's been this weird stuff going, like, it's not weird stuff so much, but it's something that's constantly on Twitter, on Instagram. People are talking about it in the news. You have all these people fighting about it. I mean, they had a whole race to the moon in the 60s, so there's that. But today we want to talk about space, all right? And start off somewhere. What do you guys think of the fact that the Canadian government is spending 300, greater than $300 million dollars on space exploration right now. So, do you guys think that it's worth it though? Because space science, I feel like it's been, well, it's, we've been studying space since the beginning. I feel like it's the first science that ever was established. It's the first natural science, like studying stars and studying celestial objects. We've just taken it further now because we have the technology, but then it costs money, right? So, mm-hmm. but it's done nothing. Like, they spent so much money, but what have they improved? Like, they've bit of, improved a bit of technology, but, like, is that worth it that they're spending this much money? I think. Because what are they gaining from this? I think the thing is, like, when you compare it, when you compare it to the things that we need on the ground, of course, okay, let's just start off saying that there is no nothing wrong with gaining knowledge. And to be honest, our religion actually encourages that. It tells us to gain knowledge whichever way you can, right? So there's nothing wrong with gaining knowledge. That's true. I think the problem that we're facing right here is the proportion to which the money is spent, right? Like the fact that how can you justify spending three hundred million specifically on space, right? And you look and at that's the other, just Canada, yeah, and that's just Canada. The US I mean, spends billions. Exactly, they're like 20, more than twenty, greater than twenty billion that they're spending in the states. Um, and then you think about the things that we have on the ground, like poverty and everything, and you deal with all of that. But then what? What about the people will come to you with the debate of, okay, the science that we find in space, we can use that science and apply it to real life here on in, on Earth. And they'll also, some people will tell you, what are you going to do when Earth is dead and we need to go somewhere? Just die. <gasps> oh my God. Like, do you really think they're going to find life on Mars? Excuse me. Like, maybe the Earth is not going to die if you're not, if you spend this money on here. Like, just keep the resources. No, wait. Spending- wait, wait, wait. I don't think anybody's saying find life on Mars, but think about but that's what they're doing you okay know, they're that's one that, thing right? but we also ways to sustain life on mars or whatever anyways we're not going to claim that we know uh the inner workings of uh nasa and all those other space exploration places we don't know what's really going on there to be honest but we're just coming here as regular everyday s- citizens i wondering what are we benefiting from it right because of course we're not going to go and to play devil's advocate i think the reason why we talk about space exploration and aliens and life on mars and all that is just sensationalism because without that people would never be okay with funding you know space exploration and we never get the technology that we get from that because i feel like what we fail to realize is that our advances in ai our advances in like you know mapping the world and satellites and all that came as a result of us 
going into space because you need to advance technology in order to do that kind of stuff, right? So it's kind of a byproduct. But if you tell people that, they would never fund. But if you tell them, hey, we're trying to find life on Mars, you know, and, you know, get that pioneering, what do you call it, exploration in people's minds, they would never be okay with spending the money. So I think there's a part of sensationalism in that. That's how I see it. Because it's like, do you, if you want to advance, you need to be extreme. And I think it's the way NASA gets money. I don't know. I just feel like they could be spending that money, time, everything to manage the Oh, Earth definitely. Planet. I'm for ocean exploration. I'm for going underwater. They're spending all this money, but they don't really have like, okay, some major advancement to tell us like, this is what we spent your money on. And this is where we're getting out of it. It's just. But at the end of the day, it's a competition right it's a competition between different countries and to see who's gonna do what first you know who's gonna you can't you can't fall behind you know so Mm -hmm. it's not like as much as we want to say you know explore this explore explore that it's not very realistic to say listen what are you doing stop doing this do this instead like it's not gonna happen there's a hundred percent competition because literally i was listening to the radio and the guy was talking about how canada just the thing is there's they're spending more money on space because they don't want to fall behind. Otherwise, America, Russia, all these countries are going to be more advanced. And if you're not doing space research, then you're going to fall behind. And then money and all this crazy stuff. And it's just like, it's a competition. Remember uh, Trump and how he he announced the United States Space Force? <laughs> how they're going to have a military... That's a real thing. I don't know why we're laughing. I'm laughing because of how ludicrous it is, the fact that we're already having military in space. Because that tells you the level of competition you know, space science is at this point. <laughs> like, but with what gravity? With <laughs> what gravity? <laughs> it's so dumb. It's, no, it's not really if you think about it. But yeah, it, it goes back to justifying the expense, right? How are people going to be okay with spending that much money if you don't give them incentive? And this is the incentive. I'm still not okay with it, but it's not like we have a choice. Oh my god, did I tell you guys? Oh my god, okay, my sister's going to kill me for this. But um, what do you call it? Like a couple of years ago, she found this online community. Uh, it's called, you guys, I'm airing them out right now. It's called Asgardia or something. And it's like this online community that is has a planet you know quote unquote a planet where you become a citizen of it and you apply online to become a citizen of it if they find the planet that they're looking for and it's like a real thing it has like a government and everything and it's all online and they just bought a satellite like a couple of months ago and this is real life I'm so concerned (laughs) you guys no but that's I really Honestly, I see that's what I see the future like that's what I see happening in the future that it's private citizens and individuals who are like bankrolling and like funding all this and doing all this. I don't really see a role for the government in this in the future. Yeah, the thing is it didn't start out money now, but now the newer citizens have to pay money to be a citizen. So it's numbered. So you're like citizen number blah 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 of Asgardia and then if you want they have general elections every couple of months. Uh, Sis, I can't take this seriously. <laughs> they're so serious about it, I'm telling you. And but I'm very concerned as to why your sister knows My sister this. is very, very weird and I'm not going to drop names but she's extremely weird. Is she a citizen of Asgardia? <laughs> she is. Please. That's she is. And <laughs> she is. Why do you think she knows she's a citizen of Asgardia and then when we told her hey hook us up if the, this planet you know gets destroyed I want to be the first person on a ship you know like Independence Day I want to be the first person out here okay and then she's like I'll let you know I'll let you know it took her two years to invite me you know Allah, so you're part of it too you freaking little <laughs> you guys wait it's not you're in it you guys okay this is why I feel like NASA does this okay because Loki we all believe Independence Day is gonna happen shut up wait wait stop this is actually the most selfish thing I've ever heard in my life <gasps> you guys 
she is. It's okay. I don't want to give away my, 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 what do you call it? My status. What's your citizen number? <laughs> Listen. What's your citizen number? <laughs> What's your number? Listen. <laughs> I'm not giving I'm away so my upset. status. No, I'm oh more, my god, I have it, I'm more upset about the fact that she didn't let us know because she wants us to die. <laughs> this is going to be a 2012 situation and we're not going to find space on the arcs. But you know, you guys, literally, this tells you that there's something to the whole uh, life in Mars and funding and like all that. Maya, she was about to leave us on Earth. <laughs> no, she was about to over this. It's sad. We can't get beyond this right now. The day the Earth ends, I was about to go on my taxi. You know, you know, the funniest thing is how oh she God. tried to make it all about her sister. And then she was like, I was invited. It took her two years to invite me, though. But she found it. It's not like I went searching for secret societies, uh, you know, uh, outer, in I outer space. Shook. I did not do that. First of all, Estahil, so whatever way you want to um, talk about this or, you know, spin this around. At the end of the day, you're going to this planet and you haven't invited us. I'm sorry. So what is that this say is, about This you? is, what is it called? Survivor of the fittest? If you weren't smart enough to search for it while you were on, on Earth, what can I do for you? You weren't either, you dumbass. That's so nepotism. Great. You weren't even. It was by connections. You connect yourself to the right paranoid nepotism people. Nepotism to survive Earth and make it on another. You guys, well, sorry. Well, it's privilege of genetics. I'm sorry. But you know what? It made me think about the whole Mars, you know, why people fund Mars. Why they're okay with, you know, finding life in Mars. But like, the way I see it, I genuinely, like, regardless of science research or whatever, I just feel like if there was another planet where people could live and or people were living on, we would know about it sonically. Like, I just, it, I just can't wrap What do you mean? One minute, wait a minute. One minute. Let's stop. There could be, we, we just don't know. There is life other than us that we know. Like, that's how limited our knowledge is. Who knows where that life could be? Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, as uh, this is one thing that really? I don't. I yeah, can't. first of all, Hakan, listen, we don't know everything at the end of the day, right? Only Allah knows everything. And we are very limited in, in the amount of knowledge that he's given us, right? So for us to say that there's no aliens because Allah didn't say so. That's a fallacy. That's, a, that's not truth. Like, that's just us yeah. assuming, you know, there's only humans and jinns, but there is other beings. Underwater or above water. That too. I honestly just really want our Earth to be mapped. I want to know what's on Earth, not what's in outer space. So, you know, if I don't have to wear a breathing mask and build, if they could do, if they could build houses in on Mars, they could do it underwater. I want Atlantis in real life. Oh my God, that <laughs> reminds me. Did you watch the movie? Which one? Aquaman. Of course I did. And I loved it. I don't understand. Am I the only one who didn't think it was that good? I a lot of people me. didn't like it. A lot of people said, but I feel like you guys are all biased. Uh, bye. <laughs> No, no, wallahi, I wasn't biased. Listen, I went in for Jason Momoa. I was so ready. I sat there and I'm like, this is going to be fire. Like, I'm like, DC who? Like, I know they've had so many shit takes before, but this is going to be good. And wallahi, the dialogue killed me when he finds uh, his mother. The thing is, I feel like it was I so didn't painful. Pay, I t- the thing is, it's not like Marvel, like Marvel movies blow me away with their dialogues. Superhero movies in general, like, I just tend to overlook the dialogue. So maybe that's just me. But to me, the graphics. But even with even with that, like, okay, listen, I know that with all superhero movies, in terms of production value, they're not that great in terms of scripts and writing and all that. True, 110%. But this one felt like it was written by a child. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, it was so pain. It was cringe. It was actually, like, there was <laughs> moments where I was, like, like, trying to fall out of my chair. It was really bad. 
I don't know. I just felt like I was underwater for two hours. You guys, okay, maybe it's my obsession with water. It Probably the graphics. Listen, the imagery and the graphics were great and all of that. Like, weren't to be honest, they weren't the best, but they were great, okay? But I just, it's for me, what makes a movie is like dialogue and the dialogue was crap. That's your opinion and you're, you know, you have a right to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, totally agree. I feel like we, they should spend that 300x million on the water, underwater and like figuring out ways for people on earth to to you know utilize what we do have on earth because they say that you know there's other than the technology they talk about mining space mining you know to get like new elements and minerals that we could use on earth but it's like you don't know what's underwater either or in mountains or there's so many places on earth that we haven't you know explored. mined explored and mined so like most of the debates honestly like the only thing i could get behind is the technology that we get for space Mm-hmm. I'm I'm 100 percent for that. The only thing, the only way I can like think it's okay and justify it is the fact that other countries are doing it and we will be behind, and yeah. that like they'll have satellites and they can like. That's true, know. and as much as as much not even just money wide. I just mean like I don't know. It's competition. China and Russia are up there. Like they're not up, up there to too. anything. Good. Wow. You know what? China, so, Russia. To- Allah, wait, stop. That's very biased. That's her bias. That's her bias. She fell for the government propaganda. If China and Russia up there, they can't be good. That's a problem. That's that's your bias speaking. No, I'm never going to say stuff like that because, yeah, (laughs) let's just keep it there. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, think about it. People don't fund anything. They don't fund any research. They don't fund science. They don't fund medicine. They don't fund cancer. You know, like people are not funding that kind of stuff. So you expect them to fund technology. So I'm okay with people getting bamboozled and being told that there's life on Earth uh, on Mars to get money. (laughs) Go NASA. Well, I, so oh i understand but you guys listen doesn't the vastness of space well this is such a random episode now but like doesn't the vastness of space freak you out like am i the only one who like i remember telling this to my dad my dad used to be like you shouldn't be scared you like you should be like in awe and wonderment but like i remember like whenever i look out into like into into the sky and like it's all pitch black and you see like one two stars or like when i look into like like just endless darkness i get really freaked out it like reminds me of how like tiny and small and like nothing we are. Oh yeah, definitely. It's amazing how our solar system is literally like a speck compared to you know how huge the galaxy is, and then our our um, Milky Way is just so small compared to the rest of. The, and it's like you know, it's like what is it called? Those boxes that just get bigger and bigger and bigger, and we're like those Russian very, dolls. Yeah, like the Russian dolls. Like, we're really at the very bottom, and we have, like, such a huge self-importance, right? That's why it's, like, it's amazing, if you think about it. And that's why I can't believe we're the only ones. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Another point as to there might be others. Who knows? Well, I, like, I have no idea. Allahu a'lam. Okay, so everything we've been talking about is actual science. Astronomy, which is a natural science that studies everything outside the atmosphere of Earth. And this has been studied since time, you know, like Chinese people, about Chinese people, the Chinese, the Babylonians, the Greeks, about 5,000 years ago, people have been studying astronomy because without astronomy, we wouldn't have navigation systems. We wouldn't have, you know, a bunch of things that we need back then and now as well, right? Before, like we had, where do you think GPS and all these, how to get from point A to point B, all of it was based on stars, Especially since people used to do, you know, travel by ocean. Yeah, yeah I guess Google Maps is, you know, pretty useful. You know, this is why, like, that's the thing. That's why a lot of people, like, they attribute space exploration, space science, like, to it being part of the future. Because all this technology that we've come up with, it comes from that, like, satellite dishes, all that stuff, launching shit into space. Like, that all comes, all that comes with its own 
things that we can use here on earth you know what i mean so when people say you know it's a it's a race and you know talk about militarization of space and you know you know we're trying to beat these powers from doing that and those powers from doing this i'm not even surprised if world war three breaks out because of space i will not be shocked yeah i know honestly it's also because it leads to the rapidization of like you know how technology transforms so fast i feel like because of space science it could be even more faster Mm. you know i was listening to this podcast called hardcore history and basically um the episode i'm listening to is about the start of world war one and like how technology had sped up or industrialization had sped up so quickly that 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 war was a clash between the old and the new and like it was when people were first starting to realize the importance of like how um you know uh being up to date and being as as you know advanced as your peers was because there were battles were won because of technology because of access access to technology and like adapting and growing and all of that so it's like at the same time like you can apply this very easily to to all this space science and studying space like if you do not keep up you are high key screwed and your country is going to get destroyed because yeah definitely that's why i feel like astronomy is like a big deal even though we sometimes bring it down to oh so what if you study stars you know that's not gonna do much but it's like the mathematics needed to do that that is what you need in real life that's the technology you need you know to advance in our current day Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah also something that people never mention when they talk about astronomy is the influence of islam in astronomy and i feel like we don't talk about it as well because people like to ignore the fact that some had like a golden age you guys have you did you guys study about that in school in school what yeah school? i feel like i was yes. i studied in the middle east they actually teach like you Abbas, this in school. Ibn Fadnas, you know <laughs> i didn't study it a lot in school i think Abbas Ibn Fadnas was the guy who's the plain guy i think yeah well i remember ibn asina for like doctoring and you know that kind of stuff and the thing is we studied this in school so i never realized that it's not common knowledge like this is not something people are taught in school and it's like there was a time when islam had like it was considered quote unquote the golden age where they were doing advances in science and like people took their information and ran with it but never credit credited them at all which is uh not surprising at all yeah, that's the, by the way, that's the era when like, you know, Galileo existed and he was basically killed for hearsay for saying the earth is what round? Whoa. What a crazy man. I know. So <laughs> eccentric. Oh my god, he left the religion. But essentially that's the kind of stuff that was happening. And so while they were doing that prosecution on hearsay and all that stuff, on this side of the earth, people were actually, you know, making advances. Got it. Oh my gosh, sorry. This is totally, like, it's going back to what we were saying, but, like, isn't it crazy? Like, okay, even if there is life uh, life on another planet, like, people are just trying to colonize another planet. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the motive, though. That is the motive. Like, even if there are, if there is another planet and people live there, like, what next? You just go there, take their resources. Like, where do you, where do you go after that? survival of the fittest. It's is. called Discovery Econ sickness they discovered oh, life on colonizers Mars. never stop have you guys ever noticed that was that was my biggest beef with like the star trek movies and the star wars movies not star wars so much but star trek specifically because they would work under the guise of yeah we do space exploration and we protect the universe and da, 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 da. but at the end of the yeah. day the enterprise and all these other ships are basically encouraging it's colonization 101 isn't that how avatar was too like avatar the movies Oh yeah, them. people have. That's why people. A lot of people. That's why it was so controversial. A lot of people talked about Avatar, like that it was problematic because it was basically colonization. 
that's actually you know what's crazy if you look for pros on space exploration all that stuff that's literally one of the pros oh we get to colonize more land that's the word yeah that us because to them it's not like negative you know if you ask them it's it's like oh we were just discovering that's why i hate the word discover you don't discover life it was there before you yeah it's like when they say oh, like, i'm looking at like these bullet points where people are like space exploration is a waste of money and then like a bunch of points that justify it saying yes it is and a bunch of points that say no and one of the justifications saying that it's not a waste of money is man's uncontainable curiosity yeah that's supposed to justify spending 332 million million dollars because man's curious that's literally the reason why people pay money for oh i want to know what's in mars you know how else are you going to make the regular person pay ah one of them is scientific knowledge has value beyond the measurements of cost that that i can agree on the cost isn't actually very high that's one one is safety of colonization what does that even mean yeah because we're colonizing it needs to be safe but you know what it is people use the argument that military funding is way more than space funding so why shouldn't we which is an argument you could use for anything though <sighs> there's well, always going to be something either. that's more so i don't see how that's a good enough argument in this case anyways you know, yeah it's, like, it's not like we're for that either <laughs> anyway i'm all for exploring the earth that's what I want. I want people... Seth just wants to people explore. to explore the sea. I want people to come up with... You know the machine they had at Aquaman? That water thingy that goes all the way deep? I First want of that. all, that's what I want. you see that, the, those guys that... Um, you, basically, the boat... It's like, a, it's like a dolphin. Yeah. I want that, oh. but all the way... I want it to go all the way underwater and for me not to die. That's what I want. Technology, please do that. Please turn us into Atlanteans. Well, I would. Nasty. I'd be that person that'd be like in caves and shit. You know? <laughs> I want that. That's what I want. Oh my god. Alright guys, so listen, leave astrology. Sorry, why do I keep saying astrology? You guys, so leave astronomy. space exploration and astronomy aside, okay? What about star signs? Because if the stars are there, they must mean something when they come into connection with the planet or the sun. What about <laughs> For astronomy? Us, right? The fact that you tripped today, that was because your stars were aligning. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have gotten, it's my own fault, I shouldn't have gotten out of my house. If I had read my horoscope and known that Pluto was about to align with the sun and the stars, I wouldn't have you done it, been, obviously. You would have not drank Stupid. that cup of coffee for, today for and you would have not had a stomach Guys, pain. horoscopes are actually the dumbest thing because, wallahi, I promise you, I think if you read all of them, they will probably apply to you somehow. You'll be like, oh, this guessed my life. Obviously. You know what that's called? That's called the Barnum effect. You know, like when, uh, what do you call it? When a person finds some personal meaning in any statement that could apply to anyone. It's called the Barnum effect. And people actually think that the reason why a lot of people believe in astrology is because of that. It's like, you know, they're like, oh, today you're going to have an amazing day. You know, mm-hmm. so you're even if you have an amazing day, regardless of whether it's connected to your horoscope, you're going to believe it is. But you know what's 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 mind-boggling to me? Okay, just leave leave that. Leave the fact that okay, you can play people, cool. But I what I don't understand well, what I'll never understand is the fact that people believe that um the 12 months like the different signs whatever Capricorn, Cancer, whatever they are, there's 12, right? How are you going to tell me that said the 7 billion population? Are we 7 billion now or are we more than that? It might be 8 billion. I have no idea. But you're trying to tell me that the entire population of the planet falls under that 12. And yeah, they have those little things where they say, oh, on this day, the moon was here, so it's different. Okay, say the 365 days. You're telling me there's only 365 personality types? Like, come on. 
Does that make sense in any way? If it said personality tips, I feel like that would be even more believable. What they're saying is that th- you all will be affected in the same sense. <laughs> like, if one person has a good day, if you're all born on the same day or same star alignment or whatever, you're all going to have the same day. And you know, the thing is people, like we belittle it and stuff, but people have been believing this kind of stuff for thousands and thousands of years in different cultures. Right now it's trendy and it's more like Western uh, what do you call it, astrology? But think about it, like, you know, Asians and all that stuff, people would get strategic marriages between royalty based on their star alignments. Yeah, you know? It's actually mad. It's yeah, so it's like, it's like, it's not a new thing, but it's the fact that now it's more trendy and people do it more often like you know oh my god i'm a gemini i can't talk to you you know kind of thing today's not a good day to talk to you Mm -hmm. so but the thing is there are people who think that it's an actual science and they'll be like astrology is an actual science yeah is it categorized like that because i really don't know Okay, so one thing that should be stated is that the scientific community that studies space and all that, which is essentially astronomy, have said that it is not an actual science. So it has nothing to do with studying space. But what I've noticed is that a lot of people who study astrology will tell you that it's a real science because they'll use the excuse of, oh, it's a real science because we have real facts on star alignment and stuff like that. But that aspect of it is astronomy, not the aspect of it connects to human life. You know, because what astrology believes is that because of certain star alignment or because of certain space, whatever orientation, it is affecting you as an individual on this earth. It affects your mood. It affects your your chances, your luck, all that stuff. That is not science because it hasn't been proven scientifically. You know what people can say to that argument, like what they could argue to that point? You can always say that, okay, 100 years ago or 300 years ago or 400 years ago, people didn't believe in gravity or people didn't believe in this and science, scientists as well didn't believe in it either. So what does that really say? Okay, yeah, we didn't believe in it then because we didn't have the proof for it. For it. Now we do. But it so, existed. As if- so somebody can say right now, hey, I can bring the proof 100 years from now and that will prove that it exists. You have a point, but until it's proven, it's not proven. So I don't care what the p- future says. Until this point, it's not proven. Like when people were saying that astronomy, like Galileo that we were talking about and saying that he was hearsay and all that, he had actual definitive proof, you know, but people weren't believing it because it was conflicting with religion at that time. But astrology doesn't have scientific proof. The only scientific proof they have is the, uh, what, did I say astrology? Yeah. Does, the only scientific proof they have is astronomy, which is essentially stars do align. Okay. But doesn't affect. Is there proof that it affects human life in the, in the way that they're saying it? No. So until it does, it is not science. I mean... 100%. Yeah, that's they, they I mean, really no... Just because, yeah. I guess, like, that's in more general sense, but, like, Islam tells us, like, it's in Bukhari that the Allah created the stars for three reasons. To adorn the heavens as missiles against the devils and as a sign for a traveler. So however I think but stress to believe it's more than that, then it's false. No, but even if we don't go that far ahead, it's like a lot of people crush, you know, like they use it as a clutch for for their their real life things. Like, okay, I can't mm. do XYZ because if my stars they're putting power on stars. Like yeah, stars which, can't control your life. But that's how people use it, you know? Which in Islam is shirk. Yeah. Which means you're associating partners with Allah. Yeah. And if you believe in that, then you're taking you're not believing that Allah controls your qadr. Now you believe stars control it. And stars are a creation from Allah. So like, how's like, that's almost like 
how is that any different than worshiping idols and worshiping things on earth? Like, it's really the same thing. If you're out here, like, horoscope comes out and you're like, yes, this is why mm-hmm. I am like this. Yeah. And I just want to, I want to add one thing. So some people might use the excuse that, oh no, Allah, he moved the stars around. So we're looking at the stars. But then that's literally, that that's also a problem because you're saying that Allah has put a message for you here. So you have to follow that message. That's not how it works. It's direct you know? connection. You it, don't yeah, have you a have sideways a direct connection. connection. There's nothing. There's no like secret little messages here or there that we need to look for to understand to know that connection with Allah. You know what I mean? You know and, what that reminds me of? It yeah, and of I think superstition. Sorry? It reminds me of superstition. Mm-hmm. Like it don't is. go, don't go under uh, ladders because you know you're gonna have bad luck if a mirror breaks. It reminds me of that, and I feel like. I'm not gonna lie, like there was a time in my life where I was so superstitious. I just, I think I'm naturally a superstitious person. So if you told me, oh my God, you're gonna have bad luck if you do that, I'd be super aware of it, right? So I feel like it, when it comes to astrology, it really reminds me of superstition in that sense. Like, you know, if you read your horoscope and it tells you if you go out today, you're gonna have bad luck, then you can't help but think about that. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're supposed to stay away from it all together. Yeah. Because what what was it? Um, I don't remember how many days it counted. Do you remember the hadith about how many days your salah won't count for reading? Guys, it's my pinned tweet. First of all, <laughs> if you read a horoscope, even like if you read it, even if you don't believe it's true, your salah won't be accepted for forty days. That's scary. Like wow. Like even if you don't like if you if you're just reading it for fun, because like at the end of the day, that's still wrong. So imagine if you actually believe in it, because this is a punishment. If, you don't believe in it. Horoscopes are haram. Reading them is haram, even if you don't believe. Because as the ca- a chapter will come, the Prophet sallallahu says, Man ata arrafan, whoever goes to the fortune teller, soothsayer, palm reader, even if he does not believe in him, lam tuqbal salatuhu arba'ina yawman. Your prayer for 40 days is not accepted. You have to pray, but it's not accepted. And the one who actually believes him, فَقَدْ كَفَرَ بِمَا أُنزِلْ عَلَى مُحَمَّدِ He has disbelieved in the revelation which was brought to Muhammad. If you used to read the horoscopes, ask Allah to forgive you. Only Allah knows the unseen. Only Allah knows the future. Yeah, it's also like, you know, we talk about how, oh, I don't believe... People go to palm readings, right? Like they go and get their palms read and stuff. But then people are like, oh, I don't believe in it. I'm just doing it for fun. That doing it for fun, that's the big sin. Okay? Yeah, if like, you believed in it, you're out. Like, people really take it lightly, and it's like, especially because it's so accessible, right? Because, like, if you go on Snapchat, the first thing you see is horoscopes, and they try to, like, glamorize it, and, like, it pops up. And it's so easy for you to, like, just go, like, press it and, like, just read it about it, you know? Like, just be like, oh, this is interesting. Like, just even, like, if you're just reading for fun. You know what I think? Also, I think it's like a bonding experience for people nowadays. Like, you know, it's something that people use. Right, it's like cancer. It's like it used to be birthdays before, or like common interests, but now it's like horoscopes is a common interest kind of thing where you start conversations based on that, and you you befriend people based on that, which I think is kind of crazy because in the end of the day, they're just it's like clicks, you know. Like I guess if you were in Harry Potter and how you have the sorting the houses and stuff like that, that's what it reminds me of. I mean, I think of it more of like an extreme version of like those personality tests. At least personality test is not shit. Even though it probably falls under that same theory what? that you're talking about. Some of them. The theory, the the Barnum effect, the confirmation yeah. bias. Because like, think about oh. it. Like, I'm sure if you read, I'm not saying they're shit. I'm just saying like, it reminds me of that. Like people bonding over it is what I'm trying to say. 
But listen, when when it comes to personality tests, you're putting information in about yourself. Yeah, yeah. So you do a 100%. number of questions, you're putting in information, and then you get a result. That kind yeah. of makes it's a, a lot bit more accurate. To me Sis, okay, I'm not saying I'm not comparing it. I'm just saying it reminds me yeah, yeah, of how totally people it. bond over it. Yeah, yeah, we totally get it. It's just because people um, bond over personality tests is what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah. Yeah. No, no, even the percentages at the very bottom, they're like, oh, you're most likely to be friends with X, Y, and Z, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So I get oh it. Gosh. I was so into it at it for a minute. Yeah. Like, oh, because you're, these are your strengths and these are their strengths or whatever. And like, yeah. I'm not likely to get along, but like. In real life, it doesn't uh, translate like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, horoscopes I mean, are a bit crazy though, because it's literally, literal star alignment. This will, this is what will happen to you today yeah oh my god you guys this place next to our house is this lady with the house i always walk by it and she has this huge sign and it says psychic reader you know so people go go to her to get their readings done and stuff like that and it really boggles my mind every time i go off drive by i'm like i'm gonna start you you know because she's literally telling people like it's a horoscope and stuff like that and she tells them oh you know like back in the day when you think about that kind of stuff it was very it was very niche you know like there's a group of people that are very psychic and very spiritual and they do that kind of stuff and they do like sciences and talk to the dead and you know know what they're gonna happen tomorrow but then anywhere like hippie stuff you know that was a, a look before but now it's so normalized that everyone does horoscoping and stuff you guys know what was so scary the fact that to be honest i only recently found out about um the consequences associated with you know reading your horoscope or believing in it that either if you just read it for fun your salah has been canceled for 40 days and if you actually believe it that's shirk i just found that out out of the fold of islam i mean and what's so scary sorry it's shirk if you actually believe it yeah that's what i'm said um but what's so crazy to me is that I just found that out recently and I didn't even know that as a kid and very casually I would read my horoscope and everything and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, what does that say? And that's, that's me who went to some school all my life. My parents are pretty religious growing up. Like, I don't even know what else can you do? Like, had, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's really worrying that these basics of, of Tawheed are not taught to us as, at a much younger age. You know what's crazy, Hafsa? I remember going on, I think it was Nickelodeon or something. You guys remember that Jackie Chan show? Yeah. yeah, the cartoon. Yeah, they mm-hmm. had a game online where essentially the whole game is just you put in your birthday and it tells you what Chinese zodiac you are, like yeah. water monkey. You know, oh, gosh, remember Crunchyroll when you're signing up, it would always like tell you that exactly. it was a like, game. Yeah, to us. it was the, such a the big year deal. you were born, like the year of the monkey, the year of the pig. Yeah, how did I know this information when I was 10? What year I was, what zodiac sign I was. It was just so normal. Like, it was in our everyday pop culture. Like, you know, Card Capture Sakura, even Sailor Moon. They all had, like, zodiacs and that kind of stuff. And, and it was, like, normal for us. We never understood where it was coming from, where it was going. It was just regular. It was just another sign, you know? The problem is that, like, okay, say, for instance, knowing what ye- Chinese year you were born. Okay, that's not that serious because at the end of the day, you're just finding out what year you- Chinese year you were born. But that is a very, like, when you normalize that, you normalize the next thing, you normalize the next thing. So next you have, okay, so what's your star sign? Okay, you're that. Okay, so what does that mean? Okay, that's fine. All right, oh, I'm flipping through this magazine. Oh, they're doing all the, you know, the predictions or, or whatever for the different star signs. Let me read what mine is. Like, it's, it's just a step-by-step type of thing. Yeah. And it's just really, honestly, it's really, really scary. But you really think it's harmless because, like, 
to be honest, like we did the Tawheed class together. Like before that, I never believed in horoscopes, but like, but okay, I, never, like I would, I would read it. Like sometimes when you're bored on Snapchat, it comes up. You're just going to be like, oh, okay, let's see what it says. You know what I mean? So it's just like, and I never, I never believed it, but you know, like I, like, I guess knowledge is power, right? Like now we know and now we won't read it. It is religious. Like Chinese New Year is a religious thing you know so mm-hmm. we don't understand that we just we never we never cared about it i guess i would say yeah and a so lot of the haram thing. things that we know about like the truth is it's like action stuff like we don't know like things like reading a horoscope is not something you'll hear anyone will tell you is like if you read it for fun is haram like it's more like oh if you don't wear like physical things that people can actually see you doing are the things you usually hear about so i guess just like teaching people I guess, I don't know, Tawheed for kids maybe is too, like, a bit much, but maybe, like, in no, high I school. I feel like we could totally no, do it. No, I don't think it's a problem for kids. Could the Kitab Tawheed? Yeah. Yo, and when I was, like, because I went to Islam school when I was younger, right? We were doing, like, the Sira, memorizing the Sira and everything. When I was younger, But, like, like it we won't register properly. Like, I don't think, like, it'll really, like, you know what I mean? Like, no, it would. Like, away. if you're in grade four, grade five... Yeah, you but will. you need to package it in a way for children to understand because that's the basis. Listen, if you look at what was the first message that the Prophet taught when the, when the revelation came, it was Tawheed. It was about the oneness of Allah. They focused on that mainly before going into Salah and all the different rules in Islam, right? That's true. So that's the, the, if you don't have that basis, what's the point of teaching a kid how to pray? Or no, how to fast? Totally could, it if they don't even know why they're doing it. Okay, you know, I'm really just thinking about like the exact same book that we took, but I guess like you could take making that book it, and package it, and making it. Form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that. No, like right. we were taught heavy topics when we were young that I remember yeah. to this day, and it was back then. Yeah, I didn't understand the full scope, but I understood it. Please, you know? I'm just remembering um, the fact that um, when we were kids, I was in kindergarten or grade one when I first learned about the grave. Okay, <laughs> so if you could teach a kid about the grave, I'm pretty sure. Wow, I'm oh sorry. You're kind of traumatized. You're going, no, wallahi, I was so traumatized. The whole snake, the snake that, oh my God, I was so yeah, traumatized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, you're right, you're right. Yo, yeah, the kind of stuff is. that we were taught as kids. But the thing is, you can, we underestimate kids, but wallahi, like my brother, he's, at that young age is when people actually absorb everything because they're so thirsty mm-hmm. for knowledge. True. Yeah, but back to, I guess, our topic of space exploration and studying <laughs> space. Was that <laughs> what we were talking about? I want to go to outer space, but I don't want to spend money on outer space. You want to go to outer space? Yeah, would you guys yeah. Would you guys actually take the opportunity to like, go to no outer space? No way, I will never Did you watch space. Interstellar? I will I never go to space. You, you obviously guys would never watch enough movies. For free. Guys, if they told me for free, we'll put you on this rocket. Like, That's how they kill me. That's how they want you to die. <laughs> really? Oh, you guys oh. wouldn't? No, Never. for free. But if they paid me, I wouldn't go. Why? Sis, why? Why are you trying to risk your life like this? Yeah. I would. Well, I would. Are you no. kidding me? Sad, so Sad wants to go to Asgardia. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, listen, okay? You only live once. And if I had the opportunity to go to outer space, if SpaceX called me right now and Elon Musk said, listen, we want to, you know, send the first 10 people out to outer space, I would. Listen, first of all, you're actually dumbfound because you just said um, you only live once. Listen, you live twice. You go you, you go to the hereafter. I will go to space okay. in Jannah. Thank you. you really yeah, okay. That, but that's what I mean. Like, on Earth, you can only experience everything once. Why yeah, I'm not, not I don't want to be... experience it in this life. I'll, spe- I'll experience it in the Akhirah. Thank <laughs> you know, very much. Amaya. 
Well, did I you have watch Interstellar? I actually I did. I love well, you, you do know sci-fi movies are How many disaster space shit. movies have you seen? Like, I've, I've seen, seen too many to know too many things that can go wrong. Nah, guys, it gave me anxiety. Me. Like, I felt like I was trapped. Yeah. Uh, you guys, but it's so amazing. It's like, you know, you're going to die anyway. Okay, it's Oh my god, just go away. Please. At least she just wants to go to Asgardia as her free ticket. When this okay, world goes kaput, okay, and my taxi comes, I'm going to wave. I, I genuinely <laughs> believe if this world goes kaput, it's the Omal Qiyama. I don't know what you think you can escape first. <laughs> Listen, okay? What if okay? There's, a, there's a, an ending before the final end? You know, Noah's Ark happened, okay? Anything could happen. I'm just saying. Keep your options open. If the world ends, <sighs> the world ends. Then you go to the Akhira. Why are you so scared? Why we were never that? told Earth, okay? Earth was never named. How Earth, do you know yes? this is, this is what it? What do you mean? What do you mean? Was what are you named? saying right now? Yes, Ard is that not Earth? No, Ard means land. Earth means okay. ground. Ard means floor. Okay, dirt. I don't get it. Is that what are you trying to say? No, but Allah said in the Quran, "We I sent you on Earth this, this, this." Like I can't remember exact verses, but it's repeated. Okay, we brought you gonna, on Earth because of my we lack of knowledge. I'm gonna concede this point. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Literally, about I want. Do you, I don't are you trying understand to, what you're stop. saying. Explain. She please. tried to say that this is actually not Earth. And no, that that's not what I said. I said, how do you guys know this is it? What if we and a new population just you know? What if this Earth goes kaput and then we all move to Mars? But then it's still Earth because we still have the same population. Okay, listen. At that point, cool. But at this point, no. <laughs> you're telling me somebody came to today with a planet the way it is now the fact that our okay sure we have our ozone decaying and shit like that but it's, we're not it's not gonna go out in the next 10 years so you're telling me if somebody came to today right now and said that i'm putting you on mars we have a new colony that's forming there you're gonna be part of the first expedition you're gonna go i will now nah, matt you're damon sick. Sick. Actually, yeah. <laughs> in this alternative alternate universe you guys are freaking as guardian well, listen okay i read too many science sci-fi books i want to you really do delusional them. yeah i read them all i love i love them all but it teaches me not to ever go there mm. i know i guess okay i guess opposites. you know i yeah it is what it is i'll be the somali person that represents when I read a lot of the science science fiction books that I love, and like, and there's one I was reading about a girl who's in a space prison and some ish like that, and oh, I forgot the title. I never remember the names of the books that I read, but basically, she's in a space prison, and it's like a huge like space station type thing, like the 100 type thing in space, and it's a prison full of prisoners. And all I can imagine, like they're talking normally, like it's everyday life, and like, my heart is beating out of my chest in regular scenes because all I can imagine is a window breaking and somebody getting sucked into space. I or, get like, it. All the, it's just too much. I get that, but YOLO. Okay. <laughs> well, I just okay. I guess we've concluded that there are two types of people. There. Are, that there's Istahil who after reading science fiction whatever space creepy stuff it's the same reason why I would go underwater you guys it's the same reason why I would go underwater same reason see I wouldn't go underwater either see you're saying you want to go to Atlantis and shit I wouldn't go that deep underwater I would never go into a submarine she wants a castle underwater okay we understand I borderline cannot go into boats if I could get a castle underwater and like you know obviously I can breathe and everything that would be we're gonna make gills for you and and put it on your body so you can live underwater she would say yes in a heartbeat we understand okay i believe in gmo um what yeah you believe in what gmo genetically okay. modified what 
or yeah like i'm talking about you how would you be genetically mod you mean genetic modify you did you say um, if they gave that, you gills yeah you how mean would they, they genetically give mod- i don't know i didn't think about genetics i thought they were gonna play so I'm, I'm, i didn't think it through okay i just said <laughs> regardless you, you are correct she just admitted she wanted to take genetically modified. She wanted to change her DNA. We'll reach a Can point I tell you in the world though, guys? we have these options, and you guys will not. Woman, woman, woman! Is that here? This is where I agree with you because if they put gills on me, and I'm swimming around Aquaman style, I'm happy with that. I will yeah. go deep into the ocean if I if I'm built to withstand those natural environments and ecosystems. I'll go, and but if I have to go into a ship. Me, myself, the way that I'm made right now, me, Hafsa, who can't breathe in space or underwater, and you put me in a submarine or in a rocket ship, I'm sorry, salam alaikum. But that's Kill the thing, first. that's why you have to fund these initiatives so that we could one day have gills. <laughs> why? So it's that to have fun? No. <laughs> okay. People. Leave that. That forgets me exploration. You guys know I'm that sorry. guy that was that, that, that. <laughs> You know, I just remembered. You know that guy who took like what did he do? He mixed his sperm with like a with like a bean, and then he okay, made some stop. kind of organism. Oh yeah, yeah, those YouTube videos. I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> Are you First dumb? Stahil, you really said that. I can't believe you. Are you dumb? I'm talking about. Oh, like, well, every time I think about I'm it, I'm about it's so creepy. But basically, that's all we need to do. We need to be funding that kind of research. We need, we don't need to be funding space truly, exploration. Listen, okay, you guys. I'm a radical scientist. I believe in this shit. Like, except you know those, so I don't talk about. I'm not talking about that guy that that weird crap shit. But if they could make me, people have gills and underwater, and we could all live underwater, and you know, not go into space and stuff. Amazing. I clap for that. Mm. Anyway, okay. Well, anyway. Tell a god in space. You tell a god in sea. We're so all gonna die. Conclu- we're so gonna die from conclu- pollution, you guys. We're all like talking about this. We're gonna die from pollution before See, then. They should be spending that money on pollution and war. Okay. We're gonna die from war. So to conclude then. all of this, Ikan wants to survive as she survives on this mm-hmm. Earth. I want this Earth wants to go to... to the to space and to the you know explore the depths of the ocean. I think we should grow gills and like new a new set of lungs so that we can breathe in space. And um, the episode ends there. All right then. Yeah. Bye. Bye. (laughs) That was weird. (laughs) So that's the end of the episode. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, um, and contact us on those platforms if you have any questions or concerns or I don't know what you say, Hafsa. No, and you guys, you don't have to just, um, if you don't have social media, if you don't use Twitter or Instagram or any of that, you can always reply to our, um, on the podcast itself. We, there's, you can comment on it on, on, uh, SoundCloud and on iTunes. Like, you know, the episode, comment on it, ask us like, questions. Subscribe. Okay. <laughs> No, you can actually... Oh, you can't like, but comment and subscribe. <laughs> comment yeah, you- and subscribe, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you guys can comment under on the podcast app or on SoundCloud or contact us via email at abuanchronicles at gmail.com. And yeah, that's it. Sorry, guys. Well, like,